This podcast contains explicit content. Listener's discretion is advised. POV by Lustery explores culture, politics, and creativity in the sex industry, one point of view at a time. I'm your host, Arya Vega. Lustery couple Mitch and Sally are based on the East Coast of the U.S. They met online before it was cool on Yahoo Personals. This early internet dating platform merged with Match.com in 2010, but at its peak, Yahoo Personals had over 10 million members. Mitch and Sally were two of the lucky ones. She was on there and I was on there and I I had gone on a few matches on that. And uh, so I met her. Actually, when I I first met her, she had a little thing. I said, you know, a very, I guess, girly kind of thing to say is, are you out there? Yeah. Very romantic. And I wrote back. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty out there. So, um. yeah. So I was fed up with the bar scene. So I just didn't want to be bothered with it anymore. So I was like, eh, I'll give it a whirl, see what happens, you know, and see who shows up. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty heavy. I was already a decade into like dealing with computers. I was very computer savvy. So the idea of like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. I should put a picture out there. I should put everything I'm about. And it's like, this is me. So, yeah, she had like little dogs and she was in motorcycles and she was. She looked different than most people. And I was like, oh, this is somebody that I could talk to and chat with. And uh, and the whole, are you out there thing, I think. was. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what you remember about your earliest exchanges. Like, what kinds of things did you talk about? (laughs) Probably mostly about my dogs. (laughs) It was was dogs. It was really like, uh, it was a weird connection because my first thing was like, I met her, we met at a diner as a first date. Mm -hmm. And she walked in and I think I actually said to you, oh, wow, this is great. You look like your picture. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, oh, geez. And, and, um, then it was a lot of weird coincidences with with us. It was yeah. uh, she lived in a she owned her own little house that looked like a house that my uh, grandmother lived in when um, when she was elderly. She had a bulldog like I had when I was a kid. She had a uh, a dog named after a bike company that I rode for. Mm-hmm. So there was like it, it was like wow. She, there's always little things that say like you know you should get to know yeah, this. There's a lot of weird things, yeah. <laughs> so. But it was very yeah. There was a lot of weird coincidences internet it's, it's hard to ignore those little synchronicities when you also like someone you know i think like we, we want them to <laughs> yeah. mean something because we yeah, have feelings yeah. <laughs> and then I, honestly i i'm not i'm not convinced that they don't mean, mean something i think you know i think the universe works in very weird ways one of the things for me uh i had a little dog she was very in her dogs and the animals and um so she she saw that and was like connected by that but i was mm-hmm. looking at like she's rides motorcycles and i rode uh bicycles and bmx and stuff and i was like she might understand like what i'm about as far as because she was in the dirt bikes mm-hmm. i was like oh this is something that we can sort of relate on and she had just bought a mountain bike at that point yeah yeah it was like perfect and i was like wow he wants to ride bikes and i just bought one so i was like <laughs> all right <laughs> So it sounds like y'all have like a lot of outdoorsy adventures, like living by the shore and, yeah. you know, the, the bikes and stuff. Would you describe yourselves that way? Outdoorsy? Very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. <laughs> yeah. Our, we live uh, we live like 500 feet from a uh, bike trail. Try and keep ourselves together. We're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stay in shape. Tell me more about how your relationship developed. At what point did you start to think it might be serious? Oh, geez. Uh, I'll let you what if we decided to build, build a house? house <laughs> oh, yeah, that might be it. <laughs> it's like if you ever want to, if you want a true test of relationship, build a, build a house, house together. together. No matter who you are, where, where, you know, whatever your, your, your deal is, 
if you build like do something like that, you're dealing with a lot of externalities. You're you're um, you're dealing with people that are influencing the way your relationship is. Yeah, it wasn't like we went to a builder and bought a house and they built it. Like I had a tiny house on a big lot, so our plan was to build the house on the other side a lot. So and we were going to act as our own contractors. We did. Yeah, and we did. And, um, yeah, that was an experience dealing with a town, especially with women who are like, you're not builders. And I'm like, where does it say we have to be? And uh, there was actually a point when we were building the house, uh, I felt as though she was just like, it was, this was not going in a good direction. So I was like, look, we get this thing done. We'll just sell it and we'll just go our own way. She's like, I am not upset with you. This <laughs> effing town that we're dealing with. Yeah, it was the town. They were giving us, and it was really, it was because we weren't builders. It was a lot of tension. It was a lot of stuff. But surviving all of that chaos only cemented the bond between Mitch and Sally. Of course, they were already pretty serious by the time they decided to start building that house. After that first date at the diner, Mitch and Sally started texting nonstop, first about their shared interests, and then soon about more intimate subjects. We both had a weird situation with our parents. Yeah, yeah, we did. Like, we were, I would say I was an accident. Like, my brothers were 10, 12, and 13 years older than me. I wasn't something that they were really planning on. So, um, and you had a huge age gap. Oh, yeah. I was I was planned, but I was, uh, <laughs> I was planning, we're going to have this thing here. They um, said the TV broke that <laughs> night. That night. <laughs> it was a good night at TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh. Our, but our par- our parents were, I mean, we're in our 50s now, but yeah. we're young for our parents because our parents were the greatest generation parents of World War II. Our, yeah. our fathers were veterans of World War II. Yeah, they were a lot older. Yeah, they were. So we were, we were, we were, um, our parents, which is not uncommon nowadays to have kids in your 40s, but when we were born in their, they were in their 40s and that was like very uncommon. That was, yeah. so we had the same sort of experience. Like she's had, like not a lot of people that were my age that I was meeting had parents that were in great, the great depression or world war two. Yeah. And, uh, so we would have a lot of things to talk about and then yeah. things that we were into. And it just, I was almost immediately started clicking and it was like, what can we take on? It's freaking impossible. <laughs> and uh, I was talking about my buddies. We were like, we have this, I own a condo. She's got land. She's got a little house. Our parents built houses. Why can't we build a house? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you can build a house. You can definitely do this. <laughs> We have no idea what we're doing. Let's go do this. Yeah. So we're like, what we're doing right now with this. It's like, we have no idea what we're doing. Let's, let's go do this. So Yeah. For the most part, we're like best friends, yeah. which is nice yeah. for a change. <laughs> you know, I find that um, in my younger years, a lot of like my relationships were built on infatuation. Like you meet that person and you're like all taken by them. And then you realize like, oh my God, what did I see in this person? You know, it's like a month down the road. You're like, Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think a lot of, you know, like my younger relationships were kind of not so hot. It's just you don't really look at what people have in common. You know, you're not looking at like, you know, is this person going to be fun a few months or a year or two years down the road? Or are you going to be getting along? Or are you going to be, you know, in sync when you have to face things? So it keeps going back to that crazy building a house thing. Like we did something incredibly insane mm-hmm. right at the beginning. And, and it was like, all right, well, after this, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess the big, next big one is dying. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Mitch and Sally's journey into becoming content creators began somewhat out of the blue. Once, while hanging out in a hot tub together, Mitch was suddenly inspired to pick up a camera and start snapping photos of Sally. At first, it was just for fun, but Mitch liked the photos so much that he started looking for pinup magazines where he could submit them. So and then at one point, I was trying to like, send it to like, these little pimp magazines and stuff that people do on like Mad Cloud, and, and I started getting mad. So I was like, I'll do my own freaking pinup magazine. I don't know how to do magazines. I've done BMX <laughs> magazines. I've done zines when I was a kid. So I put it all together, and I put out a, a little uh, magazine, and then I started putting that out there. And I, we actually got some people that responded to it, and they were like, oh, this is cool. Like, What are you guys doing? And they saw we were a couple, and they were like, oh, this mm-hmm. is awesome. You got your mm-hmm. photographer. He's doing the modeling. And then we got a bunch of, of, uh, of models. We, we, we had from the UK. It was actually like the beginning. Yeah. And uh, we had this little pimp magazine that we did for about know, almost a year and a half, two years. And it got to the point where it started really overwhelming, like, a large part of my life just to do a pit yeah. magazine that, that would make because like you got flooded with so many yeah, girls. Like, there was a lot of yeah. people. Can you put me in? Can you do this? Can you, yeah. and, and, but it, what it boiled down to is I would only sell like maybe $30 worth of these little pit mm. magazines every month, but I would get like 30 models that wanted to be in it. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, Oh, this isn't working out. Like what, <laughs> what else can you do? And started to do a, uh, one of those only fan sites. And I was working on her pictures mm-hmm. for that. And she was getting a little bit of play there. And I was like, all right, what can I do? What can I do? And I, and I said, camming. And I was like, you know what? I'll put cam. I can put a cam on while I'm working. <laughs> and I can work on stuff and cam. I can multitask. It's the, you know, it's what we do nowadays, right? We have to do 4,000 things at once. So I put this camming site on and I'm sitting there working on our photos and blink this, uh, it wasn't, strangely enough, it wasn't a guy. Usually it's it guys, a but guy. It was a woman yeah. that comes on and, and she's like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, boom, I was in a private and, and I start doing all this stuff. And um, I hear the door open <laughs> downstairs. The door shuts. And I hear, you were like, oh, shit, I can't believe this or something. And I was like, oh, and I was like, I'm <laughs> That's sorry. That's when the dog fell down the stairs. I have to go. And I, uh... I said, I cut this thing short. And I'm like trying to find out what's going on. I go up there later on. I look at this, this, um camming site and i'm like wow i was on there for like five minutes and i made like 10 bucks and i was like this is interesting i'm like i i didn't even know like I, I, if i as as a guy could make that much in like five minutes i'm like i wonder what could happen if we were together doing this kind of thing and i'm like well she's already doing kind of thing and i'm like all right i have to i have to bring this subject up because <laughs> I just, it just seems like something that would be a fun way to like you know make a little extra income and do something fun and I go, so I go, so remember you were telling me like to try different things to, to put myself out there. I was like, oh, I did this. And, she, and I go, I think if we both of us did this together, it might be a thing because there's not a lot of couples that do this yes. like this. And, uh, and he, uh, she shocked me with like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, why not? Yeah, why not? I'll give like, it a try. Okay. See how uh, it is. So, um, yeah, it was a little, you know, at first I was a little, Eerie. yeah, I wasn't sure. It was a lot of, you know, like mental ethics going on, you know, like, should I be doing this? You know, is this, is this acceptable? <laughs> it's just the way women are brought up. You're taught certain things. You're taught to be a certain way, even though they want you both ways. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, my own little, you know, bad angel, good angel kind of thing going on in my head. So it took me a a little while to just be okay with it, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and honestly, now I 
just have a ball with it. She does. I, I have fun. I, I feel as though like younger people are very free. You're just exposed to so yeah. much of this. Like we, we talked about this on our own podcast. We're like, do you remember when we were kids and you would go out into the woods and there was dirty magazines in the woods? And I'm like, <laughs> that's the way, that's the way we found for when we were kids. There was like this old teen. Oh my God. Uh, the 80s and the 70s it was so weird. It, you know what's funny? It's mostly women that I find are very open to it. Um, because of the pinup magazine, like we had so many models that were just so free and artistic with themselves. Um, the photography that they would submit to us was absolutely gorgeous. And it, it just kind of helped me feel a lot more comfortable about what we were doing because it just showed me that so many other people were so accepting of it and they were living that kind of life. For Mitch and Sally, sartorial expression naturally complements their sexual expression. In their films and photo shoots, Mitch is often styled in leather or denim, while Sally loves corsets, lace, and bright pops of color, especially from her rainbow LED pleaser heels, which you have to see for yourself on the site. We have a lot of clothes. I mean, obviously, we collected a lot of stuff over the years for the, the magazine, but even so, there's just like, I like fun clothes you know and yeah. a lot of it is a little racy or whatever <laughs> there's a lot of stuff yeah. in there yeah there's a lot of there's a lot, lot of corsets in there a lot, a lot of, of corsets but it goes from corsets to elf ears to <laughs> wings to just everything yeah we have a lot was it what's mm. the armor that you have that uh... i have dragon male armor in there and <laughs> why not uh, why not yeah. And and I know that the two of you have like a, a room as well, um, like dedicated to mm-hmm. like, um, it looks like you're sitting in it now. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you call this sex room? I just call it the fuck room. <laughs> I do. That's great. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what we do. We fuck up here all the time. We, this is we, our house. Our, this is not the house that we built. We uh, sold that yeah, house no. because we wanted to live in a small town area and be at by all this activity like we were talking about. So we sold that, moved to this place. And when we first looked at it, it's an old uh, Victorian house, like in the 1880s, yeah. and uh, it has three floors. The third floor is dedicated to um, one side has two rooms. One side has a uh, pagan altar area and all this stuff yeah. that she has all set up. And we've actually done photo shoots in two. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other side that was for photography when we were still doing the pinup thing. And I still have all the, the equipment to be able to do photography. But then we started doing the camming thing, and at first it was sort of like half-assed, and then we're like, we should really break into this. Yeah, and we and should make really it. redo the room. And then and we did the room so it would work for camming, and then we watched that show with that British woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, How to Make a Sex Room. Yeah. Which reminds me, tell me about your podcast that you make together. It's just really about our life outside of camming and, uh, you know, about – what we do on a daily basis, the workouts that we do, the trips we take, the hobbies we have. We, I've always like been creative, and I'm, I'm, she's also an artist. Like she does pen and ink art. Yeah. So when I first met her, she had this art, and I was like, "You're a really great artist. You should be out there." So I'm always about promoting and, and putting things out there that creative stuff. 
So from the get go in our relationship, I've always been sort of doing different things. I like, did like the pinup magazine or I did like a, a YouTube channel that would just take our vacations and put, yeah. do creative goofy stuff. Yeah. And I, we have a dog and I was doing the whole dog talks thing and making it. So at one point we were doing uh, one uh, YouTube channel that was sort of like what we're doing now with the podcast. Mm. And she was like, ah, I miss doing that. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I was like, yeah. well, we could do that with this. It would just be, um, we just sort of use our names and then talk about the stuff that we're doing. And I was like, it's actually more fun because there's interesting things all over the place here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we started doing that. It was like over a year ago that we started yeah. doing that. And, um, like she said, we, we, we'll talk about like something, some weird things that are happening while we're camming or something interesting, like, oh, wow, like Lustery wants us to do videos for yeah. them. Like, what? Like, <laughs> so, and then it'll be like, oh, the dog fell down the stairs and now I got to take it to the vet or like the reptile or the snake or oh, we're going to build this thing or taking a trip to wherever and, and uh, just yeah. tell people what's going on. And, and uh, it's interesting. Part of it that's cool is like, all right, we're in our 50s. We do these sort of weird, kinky things. We're just like everyday people, man. Like this is like things mm-hmm. people do. Like just relax, yeah. just go with it. Just, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> have have fun. fun. Life's too short. Yeah, the stop signs. Both of our, all of our parents are gone, yeah. passed away. So we we have that. Uh, the stop sign is up ahead there, very close. So guys, you gotta want to do stuff, and you're not, you're not gonna want to be there laying in the bed like you know our mom and dad were, and they're very much like. Do what you want to do. You're gonna be here someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were good. They were good like that. They were they bad were, like that. <laughs> yeah, they were bad like that. I was gonna say that probably wasn't easy do to it. hear. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, you're you're talking about the ways that your experiences have have invited you to to focus just on the the little joys of life and you know those little moments and not taking them for for granted and so forth. Why did it feel so important to you to showcase that side of your life publicly? Or when I say that side of your life, I mean like your life um, beyond your work, beyond the content creation. I think it was just another experience. It was just something we've never done. And, um, you know, sometimes you got to spice things up. You know, life starts to become monotonous or just, you know, Groundhog Day, you know, and it's <laughs> like, all right, what can we do? What can we do? <laughs> so um, when he approached me, I was like, yeah, why not? I was like, let's give it a try. Let's see what. And you know what? I'm really glad we did because it has like totally expanded like our sex life. Like, <laughs> and like I told him, like we have a sex life now. Like before we had sex, now it's a sex life. <laughs> oh, tell me about that distinction. Um, this is an interesting thing she said. Man, like I never really thought about it like that. Well, um, but yeah, you're right. But all right. So, you know, we're a couple, we're doing couple stuff. We live in our lives and, you know, and then sex happens and then you go back to doing the other stuff. And now pretty much kind of life is revolving around sex. <laughs> I don't want to say revolves around, but it's, uh, it's taking up a lot of it's, it's a, Sex has become more central, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's more of an event. You know, it's more like we have things to do. We got to mm-hmm. get this ready and and then it's like uh, it's a whole but it's event. yeah but it, it has opened like oh, there's yeah. things that <laughs> we do now that i would never have even i don't even know been i think that brave was, enough to approach the yeah subject. that was funny too like there's a lot of like terms that uh, even things that i had to look up being a guy who's lost a lot of porn actually it's a funny story about us in porn um <laughs> where I, she's like we'll be doing something and somebody will come in and they'll use like an acronym and they'll, she'll be like 
<laughs> oh my god that's jerk off instructions or that's coming instructions or that's um uh, there was one thing somebody came up with it and she's like what does that mean i'm like and the next thing i'm on a cure going uh hold on let me go oh, oh no oh. we don't do that <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah it's fun i mean i don't know it just became very comfortable experimenting and doing different things while yeah. we do this yeah that's lustery couple Mitch and Sally. If you're 18 or older and you like porn featuring lacy lingerie and lots of oral, don't miss their clips on lustery.com. If you're into the show, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. POV is brought to you by Lustery, and this episode was produced by me, Aria Vega. It was edited by Katherine Fisher and Adrian Teicher, and the show's creator is Polita Papel. Lustery is the home of real-life partners filming their sex lives behind closed doors. Again, if you're 18 or older, you can find us at lustery.com, and we're on Twitter and Instagram at lusterypov. Speak soon, lovers.